Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Let's do it live on a Tuesday edition. Merely, Bo, the great Z. How you living, buddy? I'm doing fine. Sun's out. It's nice. Look at business giveaway over here. Looking good. What, give me a rundown. Me. I'm not in studio with you. Give me the outfit. What I are know. we talking about? What's business giveaway in? It's a beautiful button-down green with a checkered pattern on it. He was all just, business. Just wearing a shirt. We had a meeting earlier today. He brought out a notebook. It's just a shirt. He, he oh, brought out meetings. a notebook. There was a meeting, and he brought meetings. out a notebook for that meeting. And we I'm just trying notes. to get everybody's schedule together. He's trying to get organized. Notebooks. He was very nice, though. After we had the meeting, he thanked me for my time. And I said, well, I thank you for your time. Today. <laughs> it's very nice that I'll be together. Were there copious notes in the notebook? There were copious notes. Yeah. Fantastic. Just trying to figure out what this is all going to look like for the next few weeks with y'all being on assignment. Yeah. This, yeah. this, is, this, yeah. Is, the, this is how it goes. There's, there's, this, there's a window here, and you, you have to take advantage of the window. That's, that's, right. that's, that's where we're at. Then it closes. Uh, then the window closes. On, on those fronts. There's always a BPA option. Except there's not. <laughs> Except there's not. What about, what about intern radio? I think that's I, riveting. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Just unleash those two? Who gets hurt? Nobody. Where do you want to start? <laughs> It's a long list. <laughs> it's a long list of pain, pain and suffering that could come with those two if we if we truly unleash them. Um, no, it's it, the next couple of days. Like, have you ever played February golf in Ohio? I have. I know you have, Gibby. There's no question you have. Z, have you I'm ever gonna, played? I I hope to. I hope to. I think I'm sure I have like one once. We've had some uh, random nice February days. It's supposed to be 55 on. On uh, Thursday, yes, so. and then it's supposed to rain and be awful and be terrible. Well, it'll be, but yeah. this is—we have to bank this because we've had like really nice, pleasant weather for about eight days a week. And when March goes to hell, we have to be reminded that we were gifted this February, this late March, early February. That's been very, very mild and lovely. I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't know about. I don't know where you're. You're going. not going that far. I'm not going. No, I will not go that far. Yeah. We are in uh, California next week, and I was looking at the extended in the desert, and it's like 67 is all, which is brisk for there. Usually, yeah, and at night it's going to be, <clears throat> yeah, at night it's going to be even and more brisk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Um, hey, have you? Uh, I actually should make, jump into the rundown here real quick to make sure I'm not stepping on something that. Okay, so I yeah, we do have a little Super Bowl media day stuff to uh, to do. We also got our uh, our all. We're going to go up against Peter King. Uh, we've got the most exciting plays for 2023. Yes, we are, because we're going to play by rules that actually make sense. Uh, That's so right. we'll, do the, we'll do the offense and the defense um, on those types of things. Um, we did have, I mean, it, this kind of feels a little bit like Lloyd Christmas, so you're saying there's a chance. Roger Goodell saying the Eagles will be the home team for the NFL's inaugural Brazil game. Uh, it will be on the first Friday of the NFL season going into week one weekend. We do play them. It oh, just feels. Oh, the, I, this is what I wanted for you is to run a mock. I would Brazil. love to go to Brazil. I would. I'm all for it. I would yeah. be totally fine to go to Brazil. I just don't think it's in the mix for us. It just feels. No, it doesn't feel like something that's going to be real for us because it's week one. It's Friday. Week one's typically division as much as they can. Now, there are some exceptions because they do kind of like that Super Bowl rematch usually. But if that if that lines up, I, I don't know, man. That feels so. Would that that would lead me unlikely. to believe that the Super Bowl winner is going to play at home on Thursday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then this would be they're actually going to play a game on a Friday of the first week. They yeah, will I read this first Friday, but it's not Wednesday. It's actually the actual Friday of the first weekend. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. It, it, it's something that the NFL has gone against. You know, they've always tried to stay away from Fridays. I mean, the Black Friday game this past year yeah. that they debuted. But otherwise, they really tried to stay out of it because of high school football. There's just no fear. Not not anymore. Oh, now no. we've now we're there's no, there's just, no consideration. No, <laughs> there's no now fear. we're now we're just on a full on yeah. cash grab. Yeah, I think um, I, th- I wonder if it also has to do with the travel. Right, because you don't want to award somebody a buy. How far is it? Where's this game going to be played? Is this in where? Sao Paulo, Paulo, Brazil. Sao Paulo. Paulo. Okay, all yeah. right. Which is the capital? Correct. Sao Paulo. No. no, no, Rio. Uno. Brasilia. Brasilia is the capital. I would have went Sao Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo for sure is the capital. Oh uh, yeah, Brazil. same. All right. So um, he said it so emphatically. By the he way, did. Uh, Uno, what did you say your personal best was in the hundred? 11 and a half. All right. I was at um, Green Inter- Green Middle School on on uh, Saturday for youth, youth basketball, and the personal record of the, the middle school kid was 11-3. Man. He's, that he's seems going smoking. Places. Yeah, he's that really kid, good. I'm, yeah, I mean, like, the guy, it could have been 20 years ago, but, I mean, it's, yeah, maybe he already went places. Could be. Yeah, it feels like he's going, it feels like he's going somewhere. The uh, that, that's are we really for, fast for that age? That's flying. Do we have? Where are we on Brazil? What? What's the? There's a big economy down there, um, and I think you know you want it. That's it's kind of an untapped. We haven't been in there. What's it been since like no. 1970? Yeah, I'm all for it. I'd love to be there. I think that it is. Yeah, you're right. It's big. It was a great way to describe what's going down in Brazil. I, I like it. I'd love to go. I'd be thrilled. That would be the number one destination that you could play internationally, in my opinion. Just well, it, it's actually a, because of the time zone. It's the le- it's far less challenging than others. Yeah, it's two hours, and it's Brazil. Yeah, in my mind's eye, it feels like a place I would enjoy a lot. But then I getting a phone know. call from Brad Melland. Should I answer it on air? <laughs> I'm like, what is that noise? 
That, oh, the, 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 Melon, the legend? We do a show. He waves no. to us every day. He does. I'll say, I can't answer. On the air, Mr. Yeah, Mellon. can't do it. Can't do it. Is that an eight-hour flight, though? Well, how long's the flight to Brazil? It's got to be. For us. I mean, if we yeah. were, like, hopping on a, uh, you know, the charter and going, I am, I am not. Because I don't want this, I'm sure it's probably going to happen. Melon's calling me now. He is? Yeah. So what does he want? I don't know. Answer Texting. it. I'm not answering it. Answer it on air. air. It's Brad Melland. So the equipment from, manager of the year. All right. So 27 different airlines that fly from the United States to Brazil. The most popular route is from Miami, of course, uh, to Sao Paulo. On average, the flight takes 12 hours and 26 minutes. Oh, baby. Is that like a connecting? I don't know. Just what it says yeah. on average. Maybe 12 hours, 10 minutes. From us, it would be 12 hours, 10 minutes if we were to go direct. So we would. So 12 hours, 10 minutes. That's a – I had no idea. Would you have had that's that? That's a long flight. No, no. I did not have that. I mean, that's I mean, significantly that's, further than Europe. Yes. Yeah, that's that's not ideal. I, my, my worry is this. I – from – and this is strictly from a technical aspect, behind the scenes – yeah, I don't want to be the guinea pig for this. This game. is what he's worried about. This is seriously for real. That's what he said earlier. He's like, I, 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 nobody's done. I don't want to be broadcast. the guinea pig for this. You don't think anybody's ever broadcasted on the radio out of this stadium that we're going to play in in Sao Paulo? Like I'm they not. Had a major I'm not so sure. Is he Brazil soccer game there? Knowing I would what, imagine a football game two years ago, what they went through in Germany to get a game on. This is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, is it, if, it, if we, it is a lot. If we could go do. into Twickenham, and Jim and I when I had not done anything, could come in there and do a broadcast from the crowd without Sakura, monitors Sakura, or anything. Do you have any we idea the amount of work that went into getting that on the air? We were okay. at the stadium All for right. nine hours on Saturday, I'd like to take Spano this, and I, I'd like trying to, to get it working. I'd like to take right. this moment to acknowledge Jason Gibbs and Dave Spano for their hard work to get the broadcast at Twickenham Stadium on the air from the crowd without monitors and yep. really no sight line to the Nothing. scoreboards. <laughs> Nothing. So, Flying blind, but we were on because of Jason Gibbs and Dave Spano. Right. Thank you. More Spano well, than me. I would just say this. Just doing a little quick recon on Sao Paulo. $22 million in the metro. Yeah. Yes. Major. Yes. Monster. Major city. Metropolis. Like, that's Major be, city. Obviously, it's got to be the biggest city in Brazil. It's got to be the biggest city in South America. Buenos Aires, maybe? Would $22 be the only one million? I, could think. I don't know. I don't know how they're rolling down there. That's the only one that even comes to mind as being Sao Paulo is one, Buenos Aires is two, 15, Rio is 13 and a half, Bogota, mm-hmm. Colombia. Now we're talking, baby. Bogota. Now we're talking. Jeez. If we could go play a game Gerard in, in Medellin, let's of go. Let's get, to, let's get to Bogota, baby. It's the first get, person I heard from last night when all this started breaking. Gerard he, he, was excited. Gerard's like, uh, hello. Oh, my. Naturally, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it is. It's far and away. The, it's uh, six million bigger than uh, Buenos Aires, Sao Paulo. Man. That's your spot. That's the spot. Yeah, agreed. So, are we playing abroad or what? I don't know. I mean, we're 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 clearly an option to play in London. We're clearly an option to play in Sao Paulo. Whether or not no the NFL scenario. will select us remains see no to be scenario seen. where they would open with us on a Friday night against the Eagles in Brazil. This doesn't feel we like do draw game. ratings. We are a ratings draw. Everybody that is. is indisputable. Well, everybody is, but the Browns truly happen. are 
It's going to be if like they the really Giants. want to deliver. The, this is the first time they've been in this market since the seventies. Yeah, you send the Cowboys, right? Well, but they've already announced the Eagles, so the Eagles are the 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 yeah, but top the, bill. So I think yeah, Cowboys hmm. would be the no brainer. But like you could send the Super Bowl loser if they play them. Well, yeah, I would assume they're playing the Niners. It feels like that's become like a they sort that out situation. Like how the Patriots played the Colts all those it, years. It just it comes down to whether or not they match up in the division or if they match up in the, the standings. The Eagles, did the Eagles win their division? No. Uh-oh. No, right, because they, right, they went on the road and were Cowboys won that division. Cowboys, so. All right, here's your opponents. Up with them. Here's your opponents. The you can South. play the, they got, you got us, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Packers, the Steelers. Okay, so Packers Steelers would certainly make a lot of sense. Cowboys would as well if they want to take a divisional game. Then it's Bucks, right. Ramit, Ravens, Bengals, and Saints. It sounds like they're taking a home game though from Philly because they. Have, yeah. yeah, it will. Oh yeah, this okay, is definitely so, a, this is okay, a home game. So it'll from be Philly. it'll be either us, the Steelers, the Packers, the Jaguars, the Panthers, the Falcons, Commies, probably Giants, not going to be the Jags. Probably cross the Jags. Although off. the Jaguars, there are actual Jaguars in Brazil. There beasts. are, but they're already playing a couple of London, London games, right? Okay, so they're probably out. You're not t- yeah. sending them Carolina. That would be a disaster. I don't think you'd no. send them Atlanta. And if I'm Philly, I don't, I'm not giving up a divisional game at home so to play well, I, a neutral site. So I think it'll be the Packers then. Pa- I think it's Packers, Steelers, or us. That's kind of the only ones because you're not going to go NFC South, I don't think. Right. Unless there's some sort of trade scenario where Atlanta lands a dude at quarterback right yeah but it feels like one of those three either us the Steelers or the Packers but didn't aren't with Billy and Rod aren't we I mean they wouldn't send us on the road first two weeks right they sure could we've done it before we have that sucked (laughs) yeah it's not ideal I don't think it's going to be us all right, so that leaves Steelers or Packers. I'm fine with that. Send the pukers down there. Send the pukers. They actually, in all fairness, Pittsburgh gets some monster numbers uh, from their from their uh, Espanol broadcasts, from their Spanish broadcasts. They've won six Super Bowls, so yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. They are one yeah. of the main brand, name brands, yeah. So, like, I know that there is a very big following uh, in South America, Mexico, and that'd be a hell of a thing <clears> to take two Philadelphia, two Pennsylvania teams, and play them in Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> would be I didn't even think about that, but yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah, I wonder if they wouldn't. That makes that that makes me think it's going to be Green Bay because they was, probably want they want that Philly. Pittsburgh atmosphere at in their in a home game. I would imagine that'd be something like that. Philly would say, "Hey, you can't take divisional games, Dallas. and you can't take Pittsburgh because we've been waiting to get them here." I could see them sending the New York Giants down there because you know you're going to get the New York market. At least the, the rating, no matter what, is going to look good. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. They're not going to send the commies down there. No, they're not sending the commies. They're not sending the Cowboys. So, no. So uh, all right. Giants, so, where do Green Packers, Bay and us. Giants? 
And Green us. Bay or Giants. I don't think we're going down. I don't think they're going to put us. I don't in think the we are. First two weeks. Yeah. I'd like to though. As I said before, I think it'd be a great. I think it'd be very fun. Knowing the way you guys travel, you'd have to leave like probably July 28th to get there. Just go straight from the Greenbrier. <laughs> just, just go Greenbrier to to Brazil to get acclimated. <laughs> I mean, you got a rainforest. You got to get acclimated to. Probably takes two weeks to get your 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 lungs in the I, right it spots. Would, it would. I think it would definitely put a damper on Labor Day weekend. Do you think I could do a day trip to the Amazon? Yeah, you're going to be there a week ahead. I'd like to do a day trip as long as I can do that. I'm in. Bo, yeah. I I think there's something to that. Like, and I when they first started doing the London games, mm-hmm. like teams had to go on Monday. Oh, for because sure. Because there was PR, there was photo shoots, there was Don't media, you... there was special stuff. I mean, we by the time we went to London, it was already a thing, so we didn't have to go till Thursday night. But uh, I remember, I remember playing the Vikings one year, and it was on a Sunday, and they left Monday morning to play the following Sunday. Let's not get crazy. That doesn't feel that's like what's happening. So crazy. You remember this? You guys are old enough to remember this. I remember the '85 Bear being a very young kid and seeing the the '85 Bears a year after they won the Super Bowl went and played. I want to say the Cowboys in London. And you're right, Gibby. They were there all week. There was pictures in SI of of Jim McMahon next to those beef eater guys. Oh man, yeah. I so love like, it. yeah, yeah. You may have to do like PR for a week. So that, I mean, I was tongue in cheek saying just go straight from the Greenbrier, but like you could go like. You might fly out there on a it, Saturday. It Give would definitely five, put a damper days. on. It would put a damper on Labor Day weekend plans. Yeah. Normally, that's our weekend, like to catch yes. our breath after no a crazy month of preseason. It's not football. happening. Let's just calm down. I would also okay. say for the both. And of by you, the way, you guys, we'd go down there on like Wednesday. We'd be fine. You would not go down there on Wednesday to play. It's Friday. a twelve-hour twelve flight. flight. No chance. Oh, that's the nobody. You need a week advance. I think both and of you guys. And it's you, hot. Do you guys remember there was a show on NBC in the 90s uh, called Friends? And it was about these six people in New York City who would go to a coffee shop and kind of live together in apartments across the hall. And one of the main storylines of that series was uh, the one guy thought they were on a break and the other and the girl didn't think they, they were on a break or weren't they on a break. I think that would be the key for you guys in your relationships if you were to go to Brazil for like two weeks would be just a little break, a little break. Just get down there and live a little bit. We'll let you negotiate that. I'll talk to the wives. It's safe. Yeah. Yeah, we're fine. It's safe. Totally. (laughs) No, nothing. It's fine. Enjoy yourself. Spread your wings, boys. Live a little. Who gets hurt? I don't think that's an option. (laughs) That's not the cards. Um, I don't think so. I I did not know that, on a somber note, I did not know that uh, Toby Keith was ill. Um, Same. So then to wake up this morning and see that he had passed – um, was a uh, was a little bit of a hit. I didn't. I was unaware that that he. I guess he'd been battling cancer for a long time, huh, Gibby? Two years. Yeah. Yes, he got. He, he was diagnosed in 2022. Uh, I knew it wasn't good at that time, but then yeah. you didn't hear anything, and you were like, okay, well, maybe maybe things are getting better. And uh, obviously, it was not the case. Not the case. So, so 62, prolific songwriter. Legend. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the other thing with, I mean, wasn't. I want to say there was a time where like people don't realize how many songs he wrote and he owned a lot of his music. So he had amassed a fortune. Like it was like him and Garth Brooks and George Strait, like $700 million net worth guys um, where he actually owned his stuff. So that was, 
that was a that was a very very big part of it. Um, all right, lots to get to. We got a little Super Bowl media day. We will put together our team over the last forty years or so to go up against Peter King's. Um, it will not go well from him. You'll hear from the commissioner of the <laughs> smoke league. them. It's not going to go well. By, by the way, at all. Real quick, talking mm-hmm. about Toby Keith in two thousand five. Okay, he entered into a joint venture with music exec Scott Borchetta to okay. launch Big Machine Records. Okay. They were the first record label to sign one Taylor Swift. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> That'll do it. So that's, you know, see, there you That'll go. That'll put you on the map financially. Yeah. I mean, it had to be upwards of a billion by the time he was all done, by the time he passed yesterday. So great. Smart, smart, forward thinking on, on his side of things. Uh, lots to get to. Fun program for you. We're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN. America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And Bo here for my great friends and my team at Renew Home Exteriors. Now introducing new Ascend composite clad siding featuring a beautiful deep grain look. 20 available colors on that. Keep that just installed look for a lifetime with this low maintenance siding. Plus, with their new price match guarantee, you can be assured you receive the best price for your exterior project even after you buy it. Renew Home Exteriors, superior products and superior service. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more on that. Super Bowl Media Day was yesterday. This doesn't seem like quite the circus it once was. I still think it's a circus, but I think that it's not – it's people. I don't know where the content is. Uno and I spent half the morning just trying to find a couple sound bites that did, were relevant. Did you hear Kyle talking about Brock Purdy? Did you? Is that? Did, is that one of the ones you got? No. It sounded like I clearly we missed one. It sounded like Kyle. Kyle's talking about how Brock. It's actually a really good story if you can find. It. He's talking about Brock Purdy and how Jed York came in and asked him how the quarterbacks were doing, and his answer to Jed York was the number three is the best quarterback. Which he's like, your owner never wants to hear that, so he very much remembers that conversation. But he he went he went on a, a little bit of a, a not a rant, but but pontificated a bit, and it it felt like as you listened to him that he had maybe had a happy hour and was you know just regaling his boys with with tales. It's a great well, clip. You can it's definitely they all didn't over do it Twitter, till nine o'clock. Well, there, yeah, the, the whole West Coast thing, it's it's not ideal. Well, and they're doing it for TV, so they're doing it right. at NFL Network, so it airs at 9 o'clock primetime in the East. That's 7 o'clock Vegas. Right. Six. So there you go. Three-hour difference. Is Vegas always three, or is it? Is that one that's sometimes two? I feel like it's Vegas mountain, is Pacific? It? I think it's mountain time, Gibby. I think it's mountain time. You said it emphatically. You've been there more recently than me, but I always thought it was the same time as Montana. Now, it might be – yeah, it's 1025 in Vegas. Three hours. There it is. So they do they not do the daylight savings time, or are they always three? Maybe they're always one of the always. I think threes. that's Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Okay, I said, man. All right, very good. Good job, buddy. You give it. How can we doubt your Vegas knowledge? Of course, you would have the Vegas knowledge. Be ready to exactly. go. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, the late night nature of it, not ideal. So who would have been ahead of Purdy at that time? Obviously Lance, which is the one that would have got him in the most hot water. And then who would have been the other one? Is that Garoppolo. Darnold already? No, it would have been, I think. Jimmy Grapes? No, well, Garoppolo. Purdy's first year, yeah, Garoppolo was there his first year. Yeah, it had to be Garoppolo, Lance, and Purdy. What? So, per- what, Uno? You can turn on your mic, Uno. <laughs> Griff was laughing because I hit my on button three times to make sure you guys knew that it was Jimmy Garoppolo, and then you'd set it, and I turned it off. Got but it. I hit the button like three times. You're ready to Griff. jump in. Yes, Griff just thought it was funny. The noise that the button Griff's was on a heater. That was the year that it. it was supposed to be Lance. Garoppolo was running around the facility, remember, like practicing right, it, by himself. On other fields. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's the way that that shook out. So there you go. Uh, have you guys ever been to a Super Bowl media day? No. No, I know you have. I've been to four. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. I mean, it used Unless to be. Unless we're a, there. Buddy, it used to be a thing. Because what they used to do is they would bring the football teams and the entertainment to the media days. So you would see, like, in a press con where you'd have all of these, every NFL player would be talking, so too would, like, you know, Mariah Carey or Paul McCartney or whoever was singing the various anthems and God Bless Americas and Halftimes and all of those things. Um, and, and so it would, you would get the most ridiculous cross-section of humanity because you would get all of the sports world – you would yep. get international reporters from all over the place. Then you would get Entertainment Tonight. Like I remember, like Slater from oh, yeah. Saved by the Bell, pop cruising, like running around into him. Like Entertainment Tonight, Nancy O'Dell, they're cruising around, tracking down interviews, working on their non-regional diction. So all these things are happening, <laughs> and you got you got. Uh, in the meantime, you've got like guys like JT the Brick with the with the Viking God. hat, or Vic the Brick with the Viking hat. No, the LA JT sport. the Brick. Is that which one is? Is it Vic the Brick or JT the Brick? One of JT them wore the, the Viking Brick, the hat. The radio show. Yeah, but there's there's another guy. I think it's Vic the Brick out of L.A. who wears the Viking hat. He oh, would okay. dress up like a Viking every year at the Super Bowl media day. He has horns and a huge beard. Get the get the griffs on it. Grill. I think it's Vic the Brick. Malensic, you're not considered a griffs. The griffs? No, he's Uno. He's Uno. Get the griffs on it. I, I think it's I think it's Vic the Brick. Would walk around in a in a Viking hat, is the way I remember it. Um, so I remember that specifically. One of the, I was at the one when the uh, TVS Tech Up reporter was in a wedding dress. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Trying to get people to marry her. I remember that. Um, oh yeah. And then my first one I remember Inez Sains very specifically. She was a mm. TVS Tech Up like. 2001 that would have been the one in new orleans so january of 2002 um a wee lad who had never experienced anything in the nfl world and that was my first experience with it and uh she was ready um and then i remember running into sierra vic the brick yeah 71 years old best known as the former co-host of the loose cannons a sports radio talk show airing nationally on fox sports radio Known for his eccentric behavior, yep. like wearing fur caps and robes, and writer writing Lakers haiku poems to read on air. <laughs> yep, Viking hat. This is him, handlebar mustache, Viking hat. Yeah, that's him. A flurry of activity. There, there is. There's a lot going on. Well, go ahead and describe it. I've just described Super Bowl Media Day. Have a couple of minutes. Stretch your legs. 
Luminaries that's happening running. Here. They're luminaries sprinting. I feel like this is the last day there's a there's a large contingent leaving tomorrow for Vegas. Okay. And I feel like there's a lot of meetings going on. Feels like it. Notepads? No, nope. uh, there are a lot of notepads. A lot of go. notepads. And then like there's a lot of scouts. Yes. Yeah. In the back building. from the senior so, bowl. Back from the Bulls. Yeah, but I think this. I think the media day is toned down a little bit. So, I, I don't all know right, how you so, credential everybody now? Because what's it? What, there, how you credential a TikToker? There were two thousand media credentials for this last night. Okay, but, but maybe it has like the content just wasn't. You, there wasn't a lot. You didn't see a lot. Like I've gone through a lot of the social media. Yeah. I've gone through some of the. It just wasn't like it was in the past. Yeah. I, I, I think, think people try to avoid making news. I think that's kind of one of the philosophies. But I also, th- but it but used I to be th- the other way. Yes. Yeah, it was look at me, look at me, look at me. Do you have Kittle talking about WrestleMania? We we had that discussion. It wasn't a great soundbite. He loves the Rock. Yes, he does. Rock got booed last night, right? So what the WWE did, which is actually I think very smart, is they did this knowing full well that this is going to draw more money having the Rock there, and it is also. And The Rock's probably fine with it. And my guess is he could end up turning heel, which would be amazing, is that they knew this would turn Cody Rhodes into kind of what Daniel Bryan was when the people just were like they'd had it and they just demanded Daniel Bryan in the main event. And so Mm -hmm. I think we could see – my guess, if I were to say right now what's going to happen is that Roman will beat Rock, Cody will beat Seth Rollins if that's the direction they go, and then at SummerSlam they'll unify the two belts – and Cody will beat Roman Reigns. It should happen at WrestleMania, agreed, but I think it'll be just So the Rock is back? Rock's back. Full-time hmm. or just for, wrestle- for Mania? I think he's part of his thing to come on the board. He's got to wrestle like a certain number of dates a year. So hmm. I think he'll, he'll be around more. Huh. Wild. Guy's dipping his toe in a lot of lagoons, man. The Rock. He's got a lot going on. Um, where, where is WrestleMania this year? Philadelphia. Hmm. Nice. That's drivable. Drivable could be cold. Yeah. When is it? April sixth and seventh. I want to say it's outdoors at at the link. Um. Yeah. That's that's Woo. a risky endeavor. That Woo. time it could be a little bit chilly. Yep. What do they do in those scenarios? They put heaters around the ring or what? I I don't know. I don't know. Well, you've been to a bunch of them. Haven't you been to one when it was bad weather or they were all indoors? I've been to some outside, but what they would have is over the ring, there's a huge central, like massive thing that's so that's covered. So the ring itself would be covered, I guess. Okay. But they've been pretty lucky that that has not been a problem. Yeah. I would say. Very. Very. Um, we do have some uh, some audio from Super uh, from Super Bowl Media Day, which was last night in Las Vegas. Here's NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who did his State of the State address on the NFL refereeing and what he saw this season. The level of scrutiny is at the highest I've ever seen it. And that's part of our popularity. I understand that. I think our officials do a great job. They are superior. But at the end of the day, no one's perfect. Uh, we have to continue to try to get better. We have to work, use technology where we can to try to improve uh, their performance, let them use technology to make sure they get the right answer. 
but I think they do an incredible job, but we're going to keep working to get better. It's called the eye in the sky. And it doesn't lie. Right. Yeah. I think you can do it two fix things. a lot of problems. You can do eye in the sky, and the other thing you can do is you can just have some common sense rules changes, like the fumble near the goal line. Yes. Yeah. You do that, yeah. and then you're not going. Then it's not so. It's not that big of a deal. I would think the eye in the sky would speed up the whole thing, the whole process. Eye in the sky. Refs are full time employees. You don't get yeah. side jobs. You're, you're a full time employee. That's it. Yes. The other thing that's yes. crazy is like the idea that there's not a chip in the ball. To say the idea that some old guy's running in from a sideline and going, oh, no, it's right here. How many times have you seen the guy come in from the near sideline and the far sideline running on a different parallel different. line? Yep. Because they're like, not going to run. It, it's they don't have run. it. Yeah. And one might see it one way and one sees it another. Put a chip in the ball. The idea that we still have a chain like determining 10 yards. Like, come yes. on. You got to get to here. The nose of the, put, put two chips, one in each end of the ball. Solved. Agreed. This isn't hard. It's very, we have the technology, I promise you. Um, the, uh, a couple of players talked as well among those Brock Purdy, um, here was, uh, his approach to the Super Bowl. The bottom line is like, life isn't about you. Like, that's what I believe, you know, um, being a part of something bigger than yourself. Um, you know, you get wrapped up in getting all the glory and the fame and the status. It's, I feel like that's a shallow life and, um, that, that can, you know, fade away pretty quickly. So for me, it's, you know, obviously, yeah, we're playing the Super Bowl. I'm very honored and thankful. I want to win a championship for this organization, but more than anything, I'm, you know, trying to, just serve my guys on this team well and, and love on them well and the whole organization and everyone in my life. That's, that's how I view it. Likeable kid, man. Very much so. I think, th- I think so. starting today you'll start getting, cause I feel like yesterday was a travel day for a lot of people. Like teams got in on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I feel like most of the media and like the celebs of the world got in yesterday. Today yeah. you're starting to see, all the shows that are live out there are starting to have their guests. Radio Rose starting to heat mm-hmm. up. We'll start getting some sound bites. Well, I'm going to tell you this. There is no place on the planet where the prospect for more issues than this one. <laughs> yes. I mean, this place is it's Sin City for a reason. It's set up. Yes. Like if if you are like you imagine like playmaker like those type of humans of paratrooping into Vegas yes. for this weekend, this week. These are my yes. friends. My old friends. <laughs> old friends. Lots old of friends. old friends in that town. Life is good. <laughs> lots of, lots of, lots going on there. On uh, every it's, level. It's got a chance to be an all-time Super Bowl on every level. Oh, my goodness. It really does. Yeah. yeah. So I think the NFL is just praying. I mean, they avoided Vegas forever. In every way. Then they put a franchise there. Then you put a Super Bowl there. And now you got to hope you get through this week relatively unscathed. There is it. So as, as employees, you know, we were given the updated, here are your marching orders if you're going mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl this week regarding sure. casinos and anything along those lines. There are strict rules if you're an NFL employee. In the media workroom, right mm-hmm. in the middle, slot machines. Yeah. I'm like, okay. What are we doing? So here? there's rules, but then there's not rules. No. Yeah. It's Vegas. Like, yeah. Okay. How many people how many people are unemployed by next week based on violations of rules that maybe they didn't even know or realize there's gotta be they were breaking. The NFL I don't think there is. You know, I tell them you guys take a break going to Brazil, take a break from the rules for a week in Vegas. Like 
Yeah, everybody calm down. See no, see no evil here. Did no you evil. see that memo? Hurt. I saw it. Yeah. They just relax. Yeah. I thought it was so going to come out and say the opposite that like, okay, yeah, they you're have. here. Everything's going to be, everything's cool. Everything's copacetic. Yeah. Not, not the they did not say the that. idea that you couldn't play blackjack as if that has anything to do with anything. Well, you because you could to. be sitting at the table. You could talk to somebody as you could in India at the combine. Like, come on, what are we doing? Okay. Um, all right, uh, Mike Zimmer also interviewing for the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator job, a job that was just opened uh, by uh, Dan Quinn taking the job with the commies. So there you go on that. All right, coming up next, we will create our all-time te- team. This is our 40-year team from 84 to 24. This is in response to Peter King's team that he put out. We will do that coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the National Football League. Join NextGen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, official waitlist for your Cleveland Browns. Being a NextGen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash NextGenSTM to reserve your spot today. Yesterday, Peter King, uh, we went over his uh, 53-man roster for uh, his time covering the league, which he's in his 40th year covering the league. It was a very odd way to put a team together in that it made no sense. Um, it's almost like he doesn't know how to put the team together. Yeah, it was strange. Like, the numbers were not uh, – numbers didn't make sense. So Chris Hogan's say, on the team, folks. Yeah. Raina Thompson is on the team. That's right. We, they will not be on ours. That one. They will no. not be on ours. Um, Maurice Carthon was on the team. Maurice Carthon's so. on the team. All right. Here's, here are questions I'm going to ask you, and then we can set the ground rules. Are we making a team of the last 40 years to play in today's NFL? I think so, right? I mean, I, this team could play in any NFL. In other, I, put, I understand, that, that but in other words, together. we don't need a fullback, do we? I do not have a fullback, no. Okay, that's my question. So we, we don't need a fullback. The second question I have for you is, do we? Um, what is the breakdown that we want to do here numbers-wise? Do we want to go 25, 25? 25, 25. Yeah, that's what I did. Okay. All right. With three specialists. All right. Let's do it then. Let's start on the offense. You want to start glamour first or do you want to build to the glamour? You do it. How You tell me what you want to do. Let's build to the glamour. Okay. We'll you start on the offensive line. The big boys okay. up front. How many? Okay. I My hunch, my guess is you did eight offensive linemen. Correct. So three tackles, three, two, three guards, two centers. That's right. Okay. All right. So I had that right. So at tackle, left tackle. Oh, That's correct. Yeah. Joe Thomas. Yes. Yeah. That's clearly it. And then you go, we got at Munoz, right? Yep. Okay. Out of the now this to the AFC North. Is this Ogden? I went Walter Jones. More Pro Bowls, more first team all pros. He's the guy that the Hoff reveres. Above all, he's the one who inducted the Hoff. I looked up Walter Jones, Jonathan Ogden, and Orlando Pace were the Those names were that came to mind for mm-hmm. me. Good ones. And Walter Jones was is the most decorated in terms of being first-team All-Pros. I bet you most people would not have had that. I would be among most people. I would have thought Ogden would have been number one on that. What years so, did Walter Jones play? He's on Arnold, those Alexander was, teams. Those Sean Alexander. Yeah. In the it was him and Steve, he's a Steve Hutchinson. He's an FSU Steve Hutchinson guy. was next to him. So Jonathan Ogden, 
I'll give you the rundown right here. Jonathan Ogden, 11-time Pro Bowler, four-time first-team All-Pro. He does have five second-team All-Pros as well. Nine total. Nine total. Let's see if Walter Jones can match that. I was just looking at firsts. Yeah. Walter Jones, nine-time Pro Bowl, five first-team, and one, two, two second teams. So I could be I could be open to I think, Ogden. I think we might have to go Ogden, unless we just want to keep a Raven out of it. And the bitterness of he that, that's the first draft after Walter they Jones stole the team. played for 11 years. He finished his career making the Pro Bowl in – Eight straight years and being a first or second team All-Pro each of the last eight years he played. So it sounds like he quit very much at the peak of his powers. Okay. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. We don't need to put a Raven in there. Yeah, we don't need to. Ogden also played a lot longer. Like Jones did all of that. I don't know. They basically played about the same. I'm fine with either way. They're both quite good. All right, they are. Those were the those are the guys that it was it was going to be Jones, Ogden, and Pace were the ones you're choosing between. So I'm fine with, yep. jo- with Jones, Hoff, Revere's Jones, Hoff's on the team. He can make the selection. Yeah, he, um, he reveres. Offensive guard, there okay. are three. I think you mentioned one of them, right, Hutchinson? I uh, know Hutchinson is not on the team. Okay, all right, very good. At least as as I have it constructed, I can look up his, right, his accolades ahead. right I now. I can look up that him while you give me the your uh, your guys. I got. Randall McDaniel. Oh, yeah. Seven-time first-team All-Pro. Hutchinson's a five-time first-team All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler. He and Walter Jones were pretty elite together. Um, I've got, as well, Larry Allen and Bruce Matthews. So, Bruce Bruce is iconic. That's I have a little recollection of him, but I think he's probably the correct guy, right? So, so Bruce Matthews, Larry Allen, and who is your third? Randall McDaniel. Randall McDaniel. Randall McDaniel's seven first teamers. Larry Allen's six. Now the other guy that probably, if if this is where the debate comes in, and maybe we replace Larry Allen with this guy, is Zach Martin. Zach Martin's been in the league for nine year for ten years. He has wow. nine nine Pro Bowls. He has got. Seven first-team All-Pros and two seconds. So, so maybe he goes in. Here's for Larry what I would Allen. say though, because this is our team, and Larry yeah. Allen to me, I just think of Summerall and Madden and him being able to eat a lot. I love Larry Allen. I remember Randall McDaniel. And you're right. I'd be fine. Bruce Matthews didn't he also play some center? He did. I think that's right. Standby. But maybe his, we can move. I mean, him. He was all in Houston, so that was a. If you want yeah. Zach Martin on there, I think he deserves it. I mean, he's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe we'll go McDaniel. We'll move. Did Matthews play center at all? Uh, started 99 games as a left guard, 87 as a center. All right, perfect. 67 perfect. as a right guard, and 22 as a right tackle. Also 17 as a left tackle. All right, so, he literally played, played so he's on. Position. We need him in the He's on the team. He play anything. Yep, yep. So, so we'll him make him the, move him to center. Slash so he'll be because he can play. He'll be, yep. So he and Jason Kelsey would be the centers. Yes. The other person that I remembered from my youth and I looked up and actually his accolades are better than I even thought uh, was Dermonte Dawson. Yeah. The great Steeler. Dermonte Dawson played 12 years in the league, was a six-time first-team All-Pro. That beats Kelsey. Six straight from 93 to 98. Yeah. That beats I don't think Kelsey. that beats Kelsey. 
Yeah, Kelsey doesn't have six first teams, does he? Yeah, he does. Seven he does. Pro Bowls, six first teams. Yeah. Kelsey's been first team six of the last seven years. Wow. Okay. By the way, Bruce Matthews, of course, played every position on the offensive line. Also was the long snapper on field goals, PATs, and punts. Perfect. Well, then maybe he gets us a new, a free, a spot. Maybe we can, we can, he can long snap. But we have to have the best long snapper. This is an, uh, an elite team. We should have the specialist. Okay. So that's our, that's our line then. So Joe Thomas, Anthony Munoz, Walter Jones, Randall McDaniel, Larry Allen, Zach Martin, Bruce Matthews, Jason Kelsey. It's pretty good. I like Ravens. No Steelers, no Ravens. No Steelers, yep. Steelers, no Ravens. Nope. All right, tight end. You got two? I've got four. You've got four tight ends. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. So you get Gronk, Kelsey. You go yep. Gronk, Kelsey, Sharp, and Gonzalez. Yep. Yeah. We are going to smoke his team. It's a joke. He's going to be trying out Mark Bavaro. So the only thing I'm We're curious trying about. Tony Gonzalez. From a numbers standpoint, so then how many receivers do you have? Six. Six receivers. Yeah. And that goes, so that's 18, 20. Do you have four backs? Yep. Okay. All right. And three quarterbacks. All right. So we got Sharp, Kelsey, two Kelsey. That's unbelievable. Two kids from Cleveland Heights on the all NFL team of the last 40 years. Brother, that's ridiculous. Um, Gonzalez. Gronk. Gronk. Yeah. He has Gronk and Mark Bavaro. The only, yeah, like, Gates is the Again, only. Again, I just, I just wonder if this is, is like. Is Gates This was a story. Remember. These were guys that he covered is, that were good. The question is Gates and Shannon Sharp. Tony Gonzalez. That's what is, I was going to say. Gates is, or Sharp. Is, Tony Gonzalez is beyond reproach. Antonio yeah. Gates. I think just we're looking this up. Eight-time Pro yep. Bowl, three-time All-Pro for Gates. Hold on. Yep. And only 2,000-yard seasons. I would have thought more than that. Yeah, four-time All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowl, three-time Bowl for Shannon. No, it's the you got the right ones. Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, uh, running backs. I've got Barry. four. Yep. Uh, Falk. Yep. Did you go LT? No, I went Adrian Peterson. Okay. And I, one from yesterday. and I went Terrell Davis just because he was so dominant. But I'm fine with Ladanian if you want Ladanian. So we have two guys who can are dual threat and then two guys who are runners. Yeah, I think – I don't know that we need – I love Terrell Davis. I mean, he's really ridiculous. I, I think I would go for the little bit more versatility. So would you take Ladanian or would you take Christian McCaffrey? The Dane Tomlinson's at this point, his longevity, like when he was the man, it was a pretty long run of being the man. Like you think about it from a fantasy football standpoint. Well, that's I was going to say he's probably the the most valuable fantasy football player ever. He's only a three time All Pro, five Pro five time Pro Bowl. Yeah. So, but he led the league in rushing twice. He led the re- league in rushing touchdowns thrice. He led the league in total yards once, led the league in total touchdowns once. Let's see where that compares with McCaffrey, who obviously did it significantly fewer. Two-time All-Pro. McCaffrey has led the league in rushing once. That was this year. Led the league in total yards twice, led the league in total touchdowns twice. I think Ladanian is probably 
I would have had him as more. Yeah. I would have thought he would have had more first team All Pros though, wouldn't you? I think there are just a lot of good players then. Like Marshall Falk only has seven first team All Pros. Seven Pro Bowls, you mean? Seven. Or, I'm sorry, three first team All Pros, seven Pro Bowls. Yeah, he was an MVP though. God, are we are we being dumb with Emmett Smith? I don't know. He He's just... four time All Pro, nine time Pro Bowler, three time Super Bowl champ. MVP in 1993 of the league. So here's my, my what I would say. I know. Like here's it's, what, here's what I would say. Jeez. Here's what I would say. His peak was like five years. Yeah. I think Terrell Davis has a better five-year peak than he did. And then the other thing I would say is if the way that we're kind of composing this thing up, Barry is our home run. Like if you said you have a carry – Ten carry. I would rather Adrian Peterson carry the ball ten times than I would Emmett Smith. He's got the MVPs. He's got the rookies of the. He's got it all. He's got the yeah. three time led the league. His career yards per carry is significantly higher. He's got more seasons. Five. I mean, he ran for twenty one hundred yards and averaged six yards a carry. Adrian Peterson. Yes. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm not arguing about him at all. I I I was more the that. And he didn't play with Tomlinson. anybody that. Like, think about the line that, that he played with, he being Emmett Smith. Mm-hmm. I think I think I would take Tomlinson just because of what he is able to do as a complete back relative to Emmett Smith. All right, I'm fine with that. Tomlinson, Falk, Barry, Adrian Peterson. I think All it's right. really between Tomlinson, because I think I would take Terrell Davis as a pure runner also. I mean, Ladanian gave you basically – he had a year with 100 catches. He was north of 50 catches and 500 yards and a couple of touchdowns basically every He's single season. a better season. fit for this era, for sure. He was an MVP as well, 2006. Yeah. All right, so there you go. All right, we have six okay. receivers. Uh, yep. Among those are the two greatest receivers of all time, in my view, Jerry Rice and Randa Moss. Yep. Has stone cold locks. All right, um... Now, how do we? How, where do you go here? Because there's a lot of different so ways this, to view this. I'll there's tell you what I did. Physical guys. There's accumulators. There's catch everything in their path. And we also have this to keep a, some eye towards special teams too. So I got Randy much. Moss. Yeah. Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson, yep. Tyreek Hill, Devin Hester, oh, so I that like he can it. be our returner. And then the sixth spot was a lot of different people, but when I went through just kind of quickly, T.O. was pretty impressive. In fact, more he has he has. Do you know the playmakers only a fir- one time first team All Pro? Yeah, I wouldn't have had playmaker on there. I mean, if we're Larry not Emmett, Fitzgerald is a one time first team All Pro. T.O. was the most. T.O. was dominant. How many? All How pros? many All Pros for him? T.O.'s got five first-team All-Pros, six-time Pro Bowler. Yeah. I mean, that's – I don't know. Another The rec- only receivers that are above that I know are like Moss. Um, Jarrah. Jerry. And then old old receivers. Yeah, Lance Allworth and those type of cats. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I do think it's – the only I was curious, like the Colts guys, like Marvin Harrison, he was a three-time first-team All-Pro, eight Pro Bowls. Um, I just thought T.O. was more 
He's yeah, definitely more physically. I think if you're putting it like here's the reality though, like he's going to be T.O. will be the fourth receiver on this team. Yep. So how does he handle that? He's going to be the fifth receiver on this team. Well, he'll be basically the backup for Randa and Calvin on the he's outside. He's going to be doing push-ups and in then the you've got Jera and then South you're going to put Tyree Kill in when you want a burner. Kill. Yeah. So how it's, does he handle that? That's why our team that? is loaded. That's why our team smokes his gar his team. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it really does. Just wait till we get to the defense. Is That's where anybody I think our team jumps out. Like, there isn't anybody we're missing on receiver, is there? From that era? I don't think so. Um, T.O. actually has more All-Pros than Randy. Yeah. Randy's only been, was only in six Pro Bowls. T.O. was dominant, man. No, I, I, I remember. I remember the acute. I remember it, yeah. I was looking at Chris Carter. I was looking at... You Steve know, Largent? Larry Fitzgerald, Steve Largent. They're, Steve Largent won first team All Pro. Art Fitzgerald Monk. won first team All Pro. I mean, the thing is, with like a little bit more time, Sterling I don't think you're missing. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think so. I think you got the right people. Justin Jefferson, I think, could be on this team at some point if he. I'm trying not career to. Going. I'm trying to remember for missing somebody. Some of these guys from like the late '80s when the league was so different. You know, we only Sterling had Sharp had three first-team All-Pros, five Pro Bowls, and did it in basically seven seasons. He would have been a Hall of Famer had he not got hurt. He should be a Hall he, of Famer anyway, but yes. He really didn't get a chance to play with Favre much. Like, it was Don You really Michowski. should book Peter King on this show so we can tell him how much our team would whoop his. I'm sure he'd love that. That would be great. The first and last time. <laughs> he'd really love that. He's been on the show before. Yeah. Um, all right. So Marvin I, Harrison? I, Harrison's one I talked about, but I think T – the question would be like, do you just want, like, if you, I think if you want everybody to get along, you take Harrison. But like, Tio's going to have to play some special teams for us. Like, would we want his volatility in the room? I like his physicality, though. But we've That's got a lot sure. of that. Random Moss isn't tackling anybody. Tio is a. By the way, yeah, when you get to the defense, we're not going to need anybody on special teams. Okay, we're, we're going to put Uncle Shannon Sharp's going to be on special teams. You're going to, and your our defense is going to be loaded. All right, you're listening to WKNR I mean, 850 ESPN Cleveland, a good Karma brand station. Um, all right, so I, we're you know who oh, I then don't we see to... on this list. There's no Heinz Ward. No Heinz. No, Ward. sure not, as hell. None not. of that no, no, no. smiley goofball. No, no. Um, all right, so uh, quarterbacks, Montana Brady. I have three. So you got Manning too. Yep. I mean, Mahomes is tough to leave off, but, I mean, we've got the two goats and then the best regular season quarterback of all time. Now, if, if he goes out and wins this Super Bowl and another, then it, he's going to push to be on this team. You've been big on this. Just to play devil's advocate, you've been big on physicality and gifts. Mahomes would certainly have that over your boy. Over who? Joe. Get out of here. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. We're far from that. You are, he's going to take Peyton Manning's spot is whose spot he's going to take. <laughs> Joe Montana, all he does is win Super Bowls, never, never lost. <laughs> you've, you've been all about the physicality and the measurables and the strengths and the, the physical beasts. There's just something for being the coolest, most clutch just being guy the ever. Coolest, coolest. Is there any way – did we ever get you even when Brady won like the seventh to like admit finally, or would you not? On what? That Brady, Brady? was the greatest? Yeah. Different, different. You put Joe Montana on those teams, he wins all those Super Bowls. And he probably doesn't ever lose. He doesn't, he doesn't ever lose. Doesn't ever never lose. He play, wins ten. 
Yeah, probably ten and zero. Probably probably won ten Super Bowls. The ways that would have worked out. All right, there you go. So there's your there's your offense. We will do the defense uh, coming up a little bit later in the program. Coming up next, we have the Brownie Awards for the most exciting play of the 2023 season. This will have be quite a bit of fun involved in this. We will get to that coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Rolling Stones Hackney Diamond Sewer Saturday, June 15th, Cleveland Browns Stadium. Tickets are on sale now. Visit clevelandbrownstadium.com slash Rolling Stones for more information. We have been tasked now to continue our Brownie Awards. Most exciting play from the 2023 season. Uh, now, I'm curious. One of the things that I remember vividly about the great Jim Donovan is he had a photographic memory because of his ability that he was calling the games and he would essentially put it into a vault and it would be at a recall at any moment. And and he can do that. It's stunning for almost any year of the Browns and any year that he had been calling games. So you, my dear friend, were a part of that this season. And I'm curious, do you remember, as you're going through this list, do you remember all of these crystallized because I will be candid with you. Some yeah, of these sure. I remember upon reading, but I don't remember exactly. There are some that are just, you know, forever remember. But there are some ones where I'm like, now what was, I don't remember the exact circumstances of that. Do you have that recall? No, it, well, ask me. Ask me if there's ones you don't remember, and then I'll tell you. Say, if no, I I'm just saying, as you look through this list, you're like, I know yeah, all of Yeah, I felt like these. I had every single one of them. Yeah. All right. Very good. So we need to take this from from this is a list that the kids have put together to 20. Is there anything on this list that you think not on this list that you think should be? Yeah, I added Miles's sack to ice week one. Remember, it was fourth down. They were still kind of technically in the game. He got the sack and then he did that big pose and became that big kind of iconic picture. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of that was like that won us week one. And that was a big, big moment, I thought. Okay, so the Miles walk off sack, basically. Yeah, week one. Um, is there anything else? No, I mean, you're getting into like nitpicking plays. I thought the way that the play was designed that led to the chief long touchdown against the Jags was incredible. We'd been running that goal line formation all year long, and then we ran it and we'd always run the ball. And then we did a play action and we hit the, the chief on that one for the easy, easy touchdown. But I mean, that's, it's not going to make, that wouldn't make my top 10 anyway. Um, yeah, yeah I, I have. 11 that I'm pretty into maybe 12 that I'm pretty into. Um, and then we'll see, we'll see if you have similar, we'll narrow it down. Well, I, I'm not going to have 16 of them. I, this will be a working group for me. I do not have the perfect recall of all of these. The one thing that, that when we, when I saw that we were going to do this in the rundown, that to me, like the iconic play of the season is the miles field goal block against the Colts. Okay. Yeah. I have that. Yeah. That to That's me is highlighted. the, like the one, when I think back of the season, I think of the defense first, and because it was the constant and, and I've just never seen anything like that. I've never seen a human being do that and, and be like, to win the do game. We, do we have, and maybe I'm missing it. Uno is you have Dustin Hopkins game winner against the Ravens, but do we have the game winner against the Steelers? We might not. We can obviously include that. Cause that was a pretty, all right. Get, why don't you give us your twelve down there? I like so far. Yeah, your All twelve right. that are like these are the these twelve are in. 
I think so. Um, I've got Miles blocked field goal. Jerome Ford's long receiving touchdowns against the Jets. Flacco rolls out left, breaks out of it, throws it. Ford gets runs head through slapped. five people. Gets heads. <laughs> yeah, all of that. And that was the one where you knew, okay, all right, we're we're going to the playoffs for sure. Um, I had Amari's long touchdown against the Texans just because I thought there should be something from that game symbolic of Amari setting the record. I thought yep. that was a great. Was record. that the first touchdown? It would have been the one where they brought in that corner who hadn't played on the broadcast. I was like, we should go at that guy, and we ran that <laughs> double move. Right Is that at right that down guy. on the? Did he get hurt on that play? He may have been. That's why he kind of limped it a little bit. Okay, there. I know. I didn't one stop him. He went. No, no, no. That's. I'm just trying great, to make sure we get the right. Yeah, a lot more stuff. That was when we ran the play on the right in practice. Yep. And we ran on the left in the game just because they wanted it on that guy. Um, then I've got Greg Newsom pick six against the Ravens. Massive play, first interception of his career. Massive. He Amari came in studio with us after that, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yep. Quite pleased. Yeah. Uh, Amari's touchdown against the Bears, which really should be called Flacco's throw against the Bears, which is one of the best throws I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I got Dustin Hopkins' game-winning field goal against the Ravens. That was money. That one was so sweet. Dustin Hopkins' game-winning field goal against the Steelers. I already mentioned Miles' sack to ice week one. Um, Kareem Hunt's game-winning touchdown against the Colts on fourth down. We needed to score. We threw the ball three times. And then we ran it in with Kareem Hunt. was pretty exciting. Um, Where is the oh, game-winning TD? There it is. I mean, Jake Moody missing his field goal could be on here, even though it was on a play that, like we did. That was pretty exciting. Siliano's juiced. Uh, I got <laughs> Cooper's, Cooper's 43-yard touchdown uh, against the Titans. And I don't know if you remember that, but that was a play action. Deshaun threw a perfect ball. And you're like, all right, he's ripping it now. That was week three, second half of week three. And you're like, okay, yep. he looks like he's back. He was on fire. And then we find out that he doesn't play the next week. But yep. it was still at the time. And if you remember after that, he ran over the sideline, jumped up, and chest bumped with Stefanski. Mm -hmm. yep. And you're like, okay, we're we're rolling now. Um, the Browns tush push against the Ravens, which is really cut, like the rugby scrum, because I just thought it was us imposing our will on them. To that same end, I have Njoku's angry run against the Ravens because it was awesome. Uh, and then the last one I have was Watson's dime to Amari against Arizona, which was it, Flacco's pass may have been the number one pass of the year. That would be 1A, where he threw it on an absolute rope, 49 yards. Amari split a double team. They talked on the sideline. They were doubling Amari every third down. He goes, I think I can like just run right through it. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And he told Watson and, and Stefanski said, okay, let's, let's do it. And he did, and, and Deshaun threw an absolute dime. So those were the ones, those were kind of my 12. So you 12. have 13? Do you have 13? 13. 13. 13. You have 13. Yeah. The other one would be would be David Bell's touchdown on fourth down against the Jags because it's fourth down, and that was his first career touchdown. And no one saw and it nobody coming. nobody saw it coming. Parting it, of the Red Sea. So that gets us to 14. I do think that the last two probably need to be defensive because we're one – Two, we got two miles and one Newsome out of 14. All right, let's go with so we Cam need, I think we need two defensive ones to finish because I think when you look back All at right. the season, you're going to remember that defense. If you're saying for exciting, miles strip sack touchdown against the Colts, like that's a defensive touchdown. I was going to nominate that one. And, and the Hickman pick six against the Jets. Because of how big of a moment that was in the Colts game. Like, yeah. we needed all of those touchdowns, including yes. that one. Yeah. And I, when you agree with that, the Hickman pick six against the Jets, that's like yeah. got us on the board. The other ones that are on here are Denzel's forced fumble versus the Steelers. Uh, you have uh, the Delpit play 
Um, Which was a great pass defense. The Cam Mitchell fourth down stop was a great one. I was going to say. It was a great play, but it wasn't like, you know. I don't think we knew right away. We were like, oh, wait. No, I thought – Jim made a great call on it, and then I was like, I, I think he's short. I think his knee was down, and then Jim was like, he might be short, and then sure enough, yep. he was. Um, that was a cute – I mean, we don't win the game without that play, so it was a monstrous play. Um, the Moe Hurst interception, Seattle just gets a big guy interception is exciting, but it mm-hmm. didn't lead to a victory. Yeah. So let's go. So we got – you want to do Hickman, and you want to do the Miles strip sack? Yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm down with that. Do we have to seed these one through sixteen? No, no, we're that would uh, be tough. We'll go ahead and put them in a bracket, and then we'll uh, we'll start these off ne- uh, tomorrow. Just random draw them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's some, we'll the, random. Go ahead. I just when you look at this, guys. I mean, we've, we you know we, the three of us. We've been doing this for a while. Uh, the the two Stevies are new, but like, imagine how hard it would have been in certain years. I mean, you got, Not you got sure 27 you're... plays at minimum. Z came and up with another way, five. There's more. Yeah, there's there's, more. Yeah, I mean, there's 50 plays you could come up with and moments uh, that you could think of, you know, that have, that have happened here. There's a lot to choose from. And it's not only just the notion of these are really cool plays, but, like, these are – we're able to kind of get to this 16, and these all had, like – they're meaningful for victories. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? I was like, going to say, you could put Flacco's touchdown pass to the Chief in, against the Texans was such a dime. The fourth down throw where Flacco's getting sacked in the huddle, basically in the pocket, and throws a dart to the sideline that should have been pick six. That should be uh, that could be on there. That was one of the craziest throws ever. You have Amari's route in that same game where it's the third and one, and we sell like we're running it, and Amari just like walks at the guy like he's going to block him and then shakes him, and it was like poetry in motion. I mean, there's a lot. There, there was a lot of good stuff this season. The, the Bears game when Alex Wright blew up that end around just came to mind. Oh, yeah. And that, that was a huge been, one on a jet sweep. That guy would have been gone for a he, touchdown, and A-Wright just flies in. He might still be running. <laughs> A-Wright, new nickname. I like it. A-Wright is pretty good. I, I don't have a problem with that. All right, so we'll start Better this tomorrow. Better than being A-Wrong. That's true. We will start we'll, this tomorrow. We'll start tomorrow. it tomorrow, and we'll do – what we'll have is we will have the, the call of the play to correspond with the voting. Correct. There are more okay. people walking around that I've never seen before. No idea. Hmm. It's always when you guys don't know them, then I'm really. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, I've been talking with a bunch of people who didn't watch Curb until yesterday or even this morning. Yeah. I kind of was, gave them my review, and then I think they enjoyed it more because they went in expecting less. Mm-hmm. Whereas I went in with sky high expectations because I just watched three of the best 10 episodes ever. Yeah. And it, and it didn't muster up. So I feel so, like now he's lowered my expectations for the next one, which I think it'll, it'll be good. Yeah. I mean, I think our take on it was an accurate take. Totally. We were spot on. And, so I've, and I've, I've seen other people say pretty underwhelming. I just yeah. think as soon as Maria Sophia shows up, I'm like, oh, God. Like, that put me yeah. in a bad headspace. Yeah, get I her out need of here. That. So the, have you watched or listened to any of the Susie and Jeff pod? No, I have not. I think it's going to be good. That's pretty good. It's going to be good because it's going to go through – I think it's going through like every episode, maybe ever. Like the first oh, one is about all... kind of the idea of the show. The second one is about the special that okay. is like launches the show. And then the third one, season one, episode one, the pants tent. So, so HBO did this with Game of Thrones. They did this recently with actually um, 
Malta Sante and Bobby Bacala do a um, an episode Sopranos. by episode Sopranos one where they rewatch the whole series Holy and they did that moly. one. So um, this is becoming you know a little bit of a thing here. I'm guessing they did it with Succession too. Like all of their shows, they do uh, where, where they can do those. What's things. Uno looking at? Uno, what are you looking at? I was wondering what you were looking at. What was I looking at? You were staring out the window like something was there, and I didn't see anything. I didn't even realize I was doing that. I thought I was looking at the TV, and then I was looking at you. I think I was staring at you. You saw me staring at you, and then you were staring at nothing. That's well, probably well oiled well machine without you here, Bishop. It was like a dog well chasing. It's, it's like a dog like, chasing. It's, we are flying along. It's two twenty. I feel like we just sat down. Point, you're staring out the window. I can't yeah. see that TV from where I'm sitting. Yeah, I see that. Coming up next. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the TV. There we go. Among Good other job. things. Thank you. You're welcome. The Griff Facts of the Day. We've got multi- – it's not not just one, multiple Facts of Pace the Day. yourself. We'll do the defensive side of our uh, all-40-year team as well. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, are live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Don't miss Billy Joel, Rod Stewart together for the first time ever, Friday, September 13th, Cleveland Browns Stadium. Tickets on sale now. Visit clevelandbrownsstadium.com slash Billy and Rod 2024 for more information. It's Billy Joel and Rod Stewart together for one night only. Time for the Grift Fact of the Day. Hit it. Fact of the Day. Fact of the Day. Fact of the Day. It's the Grift Fact of the Day. <laughs> Go ahead, Uno. I love it's all so of this. good. That's so great. The fact that Uno does the read is it's incredible. It's so good. That Uno reads the Grift Fact of the Day, not Griff. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, all right, Uno, what do you have? We got two for today, one about each team in the Super Bowl. We'll start with the 49ers and their left tackle, Trent Williams. He has 11 Pro Bowl selections before he played in his first Super Bowl. Only three other players, Champ Bailey, Bruce Matthews, and Reggie White, earned as many Pro Bowl selections before playing in their first Super Bowls. Bailey and Matthews had 12, and then Reggie White also had 11. Should Trent Williams have been considered for our team? I thought about it. You can't. You're not bumping out. Hoff or Munoz, so it's a Walter Jones, Jonathan Ogden, Trent Williams conversation. If Trent gets one more, he'll have the most Pro Bowls of any tackle in. What history. about all pros? But three, three all, all pros, pros eh. not as many. and only one second team. Yep. I mean, we're talking about. Sorry, well, this is. Thank you yeah. for your time. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about real greatness. So, Champ Bailey did he never won one? Right, he did not. Reggie did, and that was a, an incredibly emotional when he won with the Packers. Yeah, um, so that that was one where where he, where he was very well. That I remember that very specifically. The celebration of all of that because he was kind of the first free agent. So yeah. He was. Yeah, we were the finalists. I guess like maybe Simon McNeil was. If I have yeah, right. but he was like in his prime. A- I can go wherever I want. Yep. Yeah, he flew here. Like we entertained him. The, yeah. the city. Like <laughs> I remember. What reading- can we do to help the team sign him? couple of years ago when they did the 30 for 30 i remember reading the story on his it was an si call story about his like free agency and how he was trying to decide where to go um wild absolutely wild um all right and you have a double double dip don't you there Uno? what's the second one 
It's the other one for the Chiefs is about Patrick Mahomes. He'll be the youngest quarterback in NFL history to ever start their fourth Super Bowl at age 28. He would also join Brady and Aikman as the only quarterbacks ever to win three Super Bowls before their 30th birthday. Simply maybe the only fact that has gotten Troy Aikman into the Hall of Fame. He's good. Well, there's it no wasn't question. his numbers. <laughs> no, no, uh, no. But that, the, that Cowboy team, it's probably a little bit like this Niners team where there's just so much just talent such everywhere. a complete team. Yeah. So complete. I mean, they had studs everywhere. Like, they – I don't know at any position. There was a time that Eric Williams was the best tackler. Nate Newton was the best guard. And Haley yes. was certainly that. And then when they got Dion, he was, you know, the best corner. But, like, and Woodson was great. But, like, I don't know that at any of them you would say was the best player in this position player in their sport at that time. They just had a bunch of guys who were in the top three. Yeah, exactly. So, that's that was yeah, – they were – no, Mahomes is – this is heavy stuff with Mahomes. And we can get in this, you know, as the week goes along, like – this is no, yeah, rarefied air. What he's trying to do yeah. here, he's trying to be the fourth guy on the Mount Rushmore yeah. with Peyton Brady and Montana. Yeah, and he's going to lay claim. He's he's starting to lay claim for like he's on a path where you could he can start to get into the the Brady Montana conversation. Like he absolutely he, he could he's, he's headed there. Peyton, yeah, he could use yeah. Peyton. He's certainly heading there at this at this point. Um, hey Uno, ask Griff. He's a native uh, Kansan, right? That's correct. How did he did he watch the Sunflower Showdown last night between Kansas and Kansas State? And if so, who does he root for? He watched some of it, and he would. I believe he is not a fan of Kansas State. He's a he would rather root for Kansas. Rock chalk Jayhawk. But he doesn't like either one. Doesn't sound like he has a great he, love. He was a big shocker fan. Wichita, Wichita State. State. Yeah. Okay. Smart Fred Land. Big guys. Uh, the bowling Fred. aspect. It's the bowling ass. He was a Van Vliet, Ron Baker team. We talked yeah. about that one. Okay. All right. They got did they got done dirty, Griff, putting them up against Kentucky when they were the one seed. Yeah. They made Kentucky the eight. That was a joke. I feel sorry for that. That was the holiday twins at Kentucky that year? No, Harrison twins. Harrison, yeah. 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 I mean Kentucky was they were fret they had like Devin Booker, all those guys, but they were all kids. And and they made it they had a di- kind of a disappointing season, but they made them the eight. They gave Wichita State the one seed. They were undefeated, and then they go here. Now we'll go play a team of six NBA guys that underachieved. It was Bush, Bush League. All right. Um, all right, we will do the defense on our all 40-year team coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. For car, truck, or motorcycle accident cause you injury, call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. That's Elk and Elk, a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. I think this is where it's even going to get more lopsided, Z. Uh, yes, this is where our team side. crushes him. Yeah. So, all right, we've already done our 25 on offense. We're going to do 25 on defense. Um, let's do what we did, and we'll let's start up front and build out. So are we going – how do we want to do this? Do you want to go 4-3? Let's go uh, – yeah, I'm thinking of kind of a four-man front. We're going to okay. we're gonna have the versatility to do whatever we want, but yes. Sure. Um, so I've got – DNs are brutal. Four DNs that I think are, are locks, okay. three for sure, and then we'll we'll – We'll talk about if we want to have four. We're either going to have four, four 
or five defensive ends. And then if we had five, it would be four safeties if we have five safeties. So there's going to be one spot that's going to either be a last safety or a last defensive end, I think. Okay. All right, so a defensive end. Bruce Smith. I, Bruce Smith. I've got Lawrence Taylor. So if we go DN. All right, I was curious what you're going to do with LT. So, like, he, yeah. he all right. So he's, he's a pass D. rusher. Yeah, yep. pass rusher. I've got LT. I got Derek Thomas. Oof. So Derek fast. Thomas was so good. So fast. 20 sacks. He had six sacks in one game. And then I put, you know, this is just being fun, but I do think, like, he's on the trajectory. I put Miles Garrett on there because I think he's that dominant. Okay, so I guess what you did is you put J.J. Watt and Reggie White on the interior? Yes. Okay. Even so, though they – because they kind of – They're three, four they're ends. Three, which four means ends. Yeah. But that's a defensive tackle. Yeah. But there's nobody – three, four over. end is not an yeah. edge rusher. But the good news no. is we have the flexibility. A lot of these guys can – these guys are also good. These guys can do anything. Yeah. Miles Garrett can line up inside. Bruce Smith could line up inside. So I have for defensive tackle, I have Reggie White, Aaron right, so Donald. Your, your ends are Bruce Smith, Lawrence Taylor, Derek Thomas, and Miles. Yes. And then if we're going to add a fifth, the people that I thought would be in the conversation would be Strahan, Demarcus Ware, Von Miller, TJ Watt, Jason Taylor were the five people I thought could potentially be in the conversation there. Yeah. Von Miller feels like he would be. He's the best. He's performed the best in big games because he dominated two Super Bowls. Yeah. Where does Von Miller stack up with Derek Thomas on an All Pro world? Derek Thomas only has two first team All Pros. I know, but he was. Von Miller's got I'll eight Pro Bowls, three time All Pro. Derek Thomas' career, let's not forget, cut short. Derek Thomas I would say was a nine time Pro Bowler. If we're talking about like our youth. Like Derek Thomas was, think about Derek Thomas was a dude. Nineteen nineties all decade team. Yeah, he was. Demarcus Ware was four very good all pro. Yeah, very good. Yeah, Jason Taylor's very good. Strahan's very good. T.J. Watts got a defense player of the year, and he's been very good. So just think if we want that fifth guy there or not. I mean, our our eight defensive linemen right now are ridiculous. So it's Reggie J.J. Donald and Randall, who's got like six or seven first team all pros. And John Randall. Yeah, that 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 those tackles are unimpeachable. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I TJ's got TJ's four time all pro, yeah, and a defensive player of the year. Probably yeah, I mean let's I mean, we're with Cleveland Rounds lately. Miles is on it. I, I think Thomas So the fifth would be Vaughn. That's what you want, Vaughn. If, so, all right, so we're gonna go if if we go five, we're gonna go Vaughn Miller. Okay. I like okay. that. All right, I'm gonna, I'm just gotta real quick. I gotta think back to like, like Kevin Green. Those type of guys are they? Are we missing He's anybody? Good, but I I don't think they're usurping any of these guys. They're not on that list. Um, of course, this would be the '85. Jared Bears. Allen was very good. Richard Dent was very good, but I mean, I don't know. He wasn't on that level. What about Haley? No. Charles Haley, so I looked up Charles Haley's number. Like, he never was, like, the dominant pass rusher in the league. Okay. All right. Like, these guys have all been the dominant pass rusher in the sure. league. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just wanted to – Strahan was really good, too. But he just doesn't – I don't know why he doesn't feel like he was, like, as dominant even as, like, Miles. Because Miles plays the run so well. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was wondering – like, I'm trying to just think back to those – 
those te- like is there anybody we're missing like Julius Peppers how many first team all for us that's a good one Gibby 159 and three. a half sacks hold on nine three. pro bowls three first team all three first team all pro he's kind of in that same ne- mix you know with a much longer career though that is over yeah, the course sure. of a much longer career yeah I was trying Julius to think Peppers if I, awesome. I I just want to make sure I didn't miss anybody off like the Giants because you know like Charles Mann, Dexter Manley, but they didn't they didn't no. have they were they weren't on that level. Um, Jared we'll Allen, to, I thought was Jared Allen. I mean, led the league in sacks a couple times. He was. A I think you're right. He, I, I think Jared right. Allen was a four-time first-team All-Pro. Yeah, Jared Allen was very good. Five-time Pro Bowler. Okay. All right. Well, let's count. All right. So we have eight right now. Potentially nine. I think we have. I think this is all fine. Um, yep. All right. So now linebacker. I got six. Single so you combined outside and inside here, right? These are just all these are the off ball linebackers. Lineback, off ball linebackers. So, so they can play linebacker, is, they can go play special. This is loaded. This is Singletary, Ray Lewis, Bobby Wagner, Junior Seau, Derek Brooks, Patrick Willis. Good lord. Singletary. Willis's Lewis. resume is better than Zach Thomas's. Well, Patrick Willis should be a Hall of Famer. It's better than Erlockers. Yes. Uh, Singletary, Singletary Lewis. Ray Lewis, Bobby Wagner, Patrick Willis. Who are your other Seau. two? Seau. Seau. And yeah. Derek Brooks. Yeah. That, I mean. That's crazy. Craziness. This guy's throwing Teddy Bruschi on his team. No offense. <laughs> no, no, no offense. There has to be. Well, I think on. we know what it is. I, I, think I what just don't to understand. Do is, he tried to do too much. <laughs> He tried to do, these are guys who are really important to me that I really like, and these are the all-time greats, and he tried to do too much. Yeah. He's going to have people like Raina Thompson on his special teams unit, and we're going to have Derek Brooks. <laughs> Bobby Wagner chasing down punts. Yes. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> All right, corners. I got six. Prime. Yes. Chuck. Yes. Um, prime Chuck. Daryl Green would have to be on there, wouldn't he? So I did not have Daryl Green on. He was seven. Champ, Champ, Champ Bailey. Bailey for sure. Yeah. So I had Dion, Revis, Rod Revis. Woodson, Charles Woodson, Champ Bailey, Richard Sherman. Rod Woodson can play safety too. He has the billet. So and we so can. I think we we can trim safety and t- get an extra pass rusher because of that fact. But Rod Woodson actually, if you look at the majority of his Pro Bowls and first team All Pros, all came while he was a corner. So he is very much a real corner. Oh yeah, I mean he was on the All NFL seventy five year team at corner. He played. Yes. He played for the um, uh, the Steelers. The Ste- No, but I mean he played for the Ravens as a as a safety towards the end. Yeah, of that was late. Yeah, Daryl Green just line? won All Pro, seven Pro yeah. Bowls. He played forever. That's yeah. Champ was better than him. Revis, I mean Dion Revis, I think. I mean, I think it's a pretty good list. Champ Bailey was a beast. What did he make? 12 Pro Bowls, and he has a couple All-Pro, first-team All-Pros. All pro. Yeah. And what was Sh- Richard Sherman? Richard Sherman, for a while, was the best cornerback in the NFL. Yeah, and uh, three-time All-Pro. Just five Pro Bowls, though, for Sherm. Because it was a brief period. I also like the fact that he's, like, the best zone corner. So he gives yeah. us a little versatility there. So I think we can lose. I'll, I'll give you my, my four safeties that I think are locks and I would fight anybody on. And then Lott and Reed start. Ed Reed, Ronnie Lott, Palomalu, Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins was unbelievable. 
So the extras that I had, if we were doing five safeties, I had Steve Atwater because I just remember him being so feared. Yeah. And he has a good number of first-team All-Pros and all of that. And then John Lynch has, I think, five first-team All-Pros. But I don't. Yeah, I think Lynch I think does. our I think our DBs are like I, I think we'd rather have another pass rusher just so we can cycle them through. Like we're we have Lynch is six two, corners, just two All Pros, just two nine-time okay. Pro we, Bowler. We have yeah. six corners, four safeties, and two of our corners can also play safety. Brian Dawkins, first team All Pro four times, one second team nine-time Pro Bowler, NFL two thousands All Decade team. Yeah, Dawkins is unreal. Number 20 is retired by the Eagles. Yeah, he was a beast. Oh, he was a beast, yeah. This is Good where our team is. Sm- Ronnie, Lott, Ronnie Lott, Ed Reed starting is just terrifying. He had Honey Badger, and we have Ronnie Lott and Brian Dawkins. No offense to Honey Badger, but give me a break. So, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with those four safeties, those six corners. So you have 10 back there, and then you get the extra pass rusher. Yeah. So you go Von Miller there. Vaughn, yeah. I so, would, and I for Miles, Vaughn, two Texas A&M guys. Yeah. Is there anybody we're, again, I just, is there anybody we're missing from the mid-80s to the mid-90s, that stretch? Like, is there anybody there? Yeah, that's why, that's those... why I pulled Singletary from. He didn't even have well, Singletary. He... Yeah, that's Peter King, my, which my... is wild. Yeah, I mean, Singletary's got to be the, that's yeah, where I pulled Steve Atwater. First, he's a seven-time All-Pro. Of course. Like Singletary. Yes. Yeah. Like, Howie Long? I don't – I just don't I'm, know, I know he was great. I don't have a great recollection of him. Two All-Pros, eight-time Pro Bowler. Um, I don't think he could break, it, break into our defensive line. I don't think we're missing anybody corner-wise that I would – I mean, there's no one's breaking into that room, that corner room. No. I mean, Jalen Ramsey would be more of a modern guy who's been very, sure. very good. Chucky Woodson, only three-time All-Pro. It's, which is wild to me. He's, he's Chucky Wood. Nine Pro Bowls, three All-Pros. Uh, he was the AP, AP Defensive Player of the Year t- uh, once, AP, and then yeah. Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, so the list I'm looking at... <clears throat> Yeah. The Browns, Frank Minifield's on it. Didn't realize three-time All-Pro, first-team All-Pro, hmm. four-time Pro Bowl selection. I didn't, I, yeah, I, again, yeah. is it good enough to make that the, list? Yeah. No, but no, I wouldn't good. have had that. It's good. So then that gives us 50, and then our specialists, Leckler, I do agree with him, is the best punter. I would take Justin Tucker over Vinatieri, me personally. Yeah, I think if you're on just – Venetieri never missed a kick that mattered ever. I mean, Tucker had – He hit the missed... one in the snow. He won two Super Bowls on his leg. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's – I think he's really good. I just think if I had, if I had a he's kick He's more to be talented. Made, yeah, Tucker's more talented, Tucker. but it's funny. He never like missed I... in the second half. He has, like, all NFL records for most makes. Oh, I know. In second half or fourth quarter or overtime when sure. Trey made he had that 60-yarder in he Detroit just to walk the... off. He doesn't have the Super Bowl stuff, like or to the, win championship games or that. That he just doesn't have that because they didn't haven't been in those spots. Yeah. So we go Vinatieri. 
I mean, I think we have to. I don't know, dude. I feel like it's probably. How many I think it's big moments? I think it's. Good lord! I mean, he the field goal kick he hit to win their first Super Bowl. He kicked for twenty. He kicked from two thousand six, or I'm sorry, nineteen ninety six until twenty. How many first? How many first team All Pros does he have? Jeez, to nineteen. Good lord. Uh, three first team All Pros. All right, so he's got three first team All Pros. Four times Super Bowl champ. He is for his career. Is he undefeated in the Super Bowl? For his career, he's an eighty-four percent kicker, mm-hmm. and he is. 45 of 72 from 50 plus three-time mm-hmm. pro bowl or three-time all pro so i'm sure there's no doubt tucker's going to win the stats game but if you do that you can do that with like tracy mcgrady versus larry bird like it's you know well, and i'm not comparing why why is why why i'm I just saying that apples to apples why he's what kicking i'm saying the ball is, is the uprights because you different. have you also have the stage with Venetieri and the pressure. That's a pressure job. It's not Tucker's fault. Like I'm not going to go to war for having Adam uh, uh, having Venetieri over over Tucker. I'm just saying. Like I watched in person Venetieri win a field goal in, in win a Super Bowl in the same year that he kicked the ball in a snowstorm that nobody could see anything and he made it. He won That's the fine. Super Bowl three times, didn't he? On his leg. Tucker is a one time Super Bowl champion, by the way. So Tucker and Vinat- five Vinatieri time. Won Oh one, five time, oh two Super Bowl, oh one Super Bowl on his leg. Then he won the one in Car- when they beat Carolina on his leg, and the and the snowball game on his leg. Jeez. I mean, that's clutch. Tucker's the all time leader in field goal percentage. Six Super history. Bowls for Venetieri. Isn't that the job? Make the kick. Guys made ninety percent of kicks for his career. He's the best ever from fifty plus. Yeah, okay, go to war for it. I'm not going to fight you, and I don't care that much. But I'm just saying, like, the clutchness of Venetieri is part of it. Plus, Peter King has Venetieri. That bores me. All right, there you go. So you you, you went to war for a Raven. So there you go. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily. What about our long snapper? No time. Live in Ohio. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, do we want to go Matthews at center, or do we want to have the best long snapper? So, I don't even know who the best long snapper is. Rick Goslin. That's what I had. I had Charlie Hewitt run down, and then Rick Goslin, who is you know considered the special teams authority. He puts yeah. the special teams rankings. He said the best long snapper of all time was Steve Diossi. Now, they didn't even have all pros for long snappers until like four years ago. Okay. So I'm there's sure not even just, any way to no. look was, at it. How long has it been a specialized thing where, where you were like, this, that was your specialization, long snapper? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. I mean, like you, when you said Matthews was the long snapper, I'm sure they just said you're the center. Snap to him. I mean, if he could do it, I would. We'd much rather have that spot go. So for tell like tell the people that's what I'm talking about. So let's have Matthews do it, and then okay. Atwater can just headhunt on special teams. Oh my goodness gracious! Flying down, just full speed, so he can have his Raina Thompson, and he can have those guys on special the specialists. <laughs> Steve, Steve Tasker is going to squish them like. Bugs. And we'll just go Adwater missile, and Bobby Wagner and Ray Lewis and Willis and Chucky Derek Woodson, Brooks chasing down Chuck, Ronnie Lott, Dawkins, Palomalu, Terrell Owens as a gunner. 
I don't think they're ever. I don't. They might not gain a yard. His team might not gain a yard returning. And the irony is going to no. be he has five people who are just to be on his special teams team, and they're all just going to get abused by ours. <laughs> He's got Chris Hogan blocking on special Chris teams. Hogan. Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. Cat water coming at him. Good luck. Next level is next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.